well, here I am. And did did that really happen last night? Did the Minnesota Timberwolves actually do that? Really? There, there's no way. There's no way that the Minnesota Timberwolves actually defeated the Golden State Warriors. Like, the Golden State Warriors won the NBA Finals last year. They're the defending champions. And I know that the Warriors haven't been great on the road. They're 7-19 and 19 on the road. They're 19-6 and six at home. Minnesota Timberwolves, let's take a look at this game last night, right? Warriors. Uh, point leaders, Steph Curry with 29, D'Angelo Russell with 29. D'Angelo Russell almost getting 30 points. Um, D'Angelo Russell had zero free throw opportunities, so he went zero for zero. Um, Steph Curry went eight for 21 on field goals, eight for nine at the line. And Nas Reed is the real discussion here. Nas Reed. Last night, Nas Reed was a huge, huge, huge part of securing that game for the Timberwolves. At what at one point he had a, a go-ahead three in late in the fourth quarter, and then with about four seconds left to go in the game last night, Nas Reed had the opportunity to ice the Golden State Warriors with a three-pointer. And it uh it didn't happen. We went to overtime. And then in overtime with uh with about a minute to go, we get the ball back, whatever, wasting some time a little bit, 30 seconds to go now. And Nas Reed gets the ball from Anthony Edwards, and he takes the corner three, and he misses. He gets his own rebound. He goes through Steph Curry, through Jordan Poole, and he ices the game with a monster slam dunk. And we beat the Warriors by five at the target center. The Timberwolves... Let's let's look at the rest of this uh, this stat sheet here. All right, Draymond Green, thirty nine minutes, um, twelve defensive rebounds, uh, twelve total rebounds, um, four assists, one steal. Um, Steph Curry, we had. Let's see here. Steph Curry had was five for twelve for three pointers, twenty nine points. Clay Thompson, fourteen points. Jordan Poole, eighteen points. Um, Kuminga, ten points. Looney, ten points. Um, let's see here. Anthony Edwards, 27 points. Russell, 29. Nas Reed, 24. This has to be said too. Not only did the Wolves beat the Golden State Warriors, they beat the Golden State Warriors without either one of the target centers playing. Carl Anthony Towns and, oh my goodness, both Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert were not playing last night. And they still beat the fully healthy Golden State Warriors. Yeah, the Warriors didn't play Wiseman, but they played everybody else. This isn't a case where it was Cleveland versus Golden State, the Golden State backups, you know, two weeks ago when they sat when they had that uh, back to back after Boston and they decided to rest all their good starters. Um, Jade McDaniels, nine points. How many rebounds did he get? Seven. Um, Kyle Anderson had 12 rebounds. Nas Reed had 13 rebounds. Um, oh, good Lord, man. No one was close to getting a. Uh, well, actually, no, that's wrong. Uh, Nas Reed had a double double. Uh, Kyle Anderson had a double-double, and uh, yeah, that's it for the rest of it. But yeah, we're looking at this, and Reed, Russell, and Edwards all went for almost 30 points. Kyle Anderson had nine points. Shade McDaniels, nine points. Austin Rivers, 10 points from off the bench. Torian Prince, five points. Jalen Noel, six points. Um, Kyle Anderson's plus-minus was plus 17. Are you kidding me? You step into the biggest moment like that, and it's just, oh, my God. 
goodness. The scary thing is, Carl Anthony Towns has only played a handful of games this season since he got injured. And the Timberwolves have played their best basketball since he's been gone. What's going to happen when Carl Anthony Towns comes back? Is Carl Anthony Towns going to be a... Uh, is his presence on the court again going to lead to drama or interference with the referees or um, not getting a certain amount of calls? Is that going to disrupt the Tim? As, as, as much as this hurts to say, is Carl Anthony Towns, the all-star center who literally won the three-point shooting contest at last year's all-star game, excuse me, is his presence going to disrupt the Timberwolves? Is he going to be the Achilles heel? Who knows? We don't know. Rudy Gobert is still a day-to-day decision here. The Wolves will be playing the Magic on Friday night. From what I've heard, the Magic are, even though they're in, what, 13th place in the, uh, let's just take a look at this real quick, uh, NBA standings. The Orlando Magic are in 13th place of the Eastern Conference, but they've beaten Boston like three times this year. They've beat the 76ers. They, they are a feisty team, from what I've heard, despite having a record of 20 and 32. Uh, where's against 500? Oh, they don't have that? All right, whatever. Um, so as we look at this, the Minnesota Timberwolves, um, they've only won one game in a row. What's the biggest? Uh, oh, my gosh. New Orleans has lost nine games in a row. San Antonio's lost seven games in a row. Um, what, Eastern Conference? Atlanta. Atlanta, excuse me. Washington has won six games in a row. Milwaukee's won five games in a row. Wowzers, that is something. So as we look at this, we're about halfway through the season now. Wolves are 28 and 26. They are eight and a half games behind the number one overall seed. They're obviously not going to get that. But here's the scary thing. Here's the terrifying thing. The three seed through the 13th seed. The three seed right now is the Sacramento Kings. The Los Angeles Lakers are currently the 13th seed. The Lakers and the Kings are only separated, only separated by five games. That's it. There are 10 teams in the Western Conference that are separated by less than five games. The, let's see here, um, the fifth seed through the, through the, through the 10th seed. So the Dallas Mavericks through the New Orleans Pelicans. Those are separated by three games or less. Or excuse me, by one game. One game. That's it. One game. Dallas is eight and a half behind. New Orleans is, is nine and a half behind. One game can completely switch the sixth seed through the fifth seed through the tenth seed in the Western Conference. All that can change in one day. Timberwolves are currently in the sixth seed, as we've said. There are some, there's a good chance. The Timberwolves can actually avoid the play-in tournament. They can get a fifth seed. They can get a sixth seed and play Dallas in the first round or some someone similar to that. Will they actually win a round of the playoffs? Maybe. I think they have the talent to do it. I think they have the team chemistry to do it, and I think they have the pieces to do it. But now the tricky thing is, what do you do with Nas Reed? Because Nas Reed had a career game last night. What was it, 24 points? Obviously, the clutch play at the end, clutch defense. Um, and then the clutch dunk and the the, the three-pointers to ice the game. Nas Reed becomes an unrestricted free agent after this season is over. And Nas Reed is one of the best centers in the NBA. He's probably a 
top 20 center in the NBA, and he's the third best center on the Wolves. What are we going to do when Nas Reed suddenly becomes a free We can't just get nothing for him, and we also can't afford to lose him not being on the team because we're going to need him if we get to the playoffs and Rudy and Cat can't play. Or we need, if Nas comes off the bench, we're going to need that. So what is it worth more? Is it worth, is it really worth keeping Nas Reed around and getting nothing for him unless he decides to sign with Minnesota again in the offseason, which he probably won't because he'll pro- probably go get more money somewhere else to be the to be the starting center, not the third string center. What happens if the Wolves do that? And what happens if the Wolves trade him now? Do then the pressure on Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns get much, much higher? Does it get much, much more intense, the pressure on them to actually perform, knowing that we don't we don't really have anybody behind Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns anymore? And both of them have had injury issues. Obviously, Cat is the more obvious one, but Rudy Gobert's had to take some time off. So what happens? That, that's the tricky situation here because we can get a lot. We can get a lot for Nas Reed. That's the issue, is that Nas Reed, being a top 20, top 15 center in the NBA right now, you want him on your team because you want to have a good shot of going to the playoffs and winning. Remember, remember, let's take a moment here and remember that before this season started, when we traded for Rudy Gobert, the expectation was that the Wolves would get a top five seed in the Western Conference, hopefully even top four, and they would win a round in the playoffs at minimum. That was the expectation. We were looking for a Western Conference Finals year this year. So is it wrong? Because we started out the year so so awfully. The Wolves are, what, 12-7 and in 2023? We have sparked this insane comeback of our record. And yeah, we're only two games over 500, but that's not limiting anything here. There's no limit on what we can possibly do. The Wolves could finish. The Wolves could not make the playoffs. The Wolves could literally get the the, uh, 11th seed or the 12th seed, or the Wolves could get the four or the five. Most likely, they're going to end up in the play-in tournament as the seven or the eight. Or they could just, oh my goodness. But knowing knowing the fact that we're from Minnesota, they would probably get the seventh seed by, um, (laughs) by, uh, they'd probably get the seventh seed by losing it by like a game or two. But regardless, these last three months here of basketball for the Timberwolves is must-watch. This is all playoff action because all these teams in the Western Conference are playoff teams right now, except the Spurs and the Rockets. That's it. There are 13 teams who can realistically get in. San Antonio is 10 games behind the Lakers. and We're not even going to talk about the Rockets, but that's it. There are 13 out of the 15 teams in the Western Conference are ready to go to the playoffs or can go to the playoffs. And the Wolves have to stay, they have to stay at this level. They have to stay at a level where they can defeat the Golden State Warriors. The next game is against the Magic. They can't sleep on them. They have to, the biggest thing for the Wolves is that I could care less if they go 500 against the really good teams in this last stretch of games here. But when they're playing teams like the Magic, when they're playing teams like the Pistons and the Hornets and the Rockets and the Spurs, they cannot lose those games. Those have to be automatic wins. The Wolves have lost four or five games this year against the Rockets and the Pistons alone. That is disgusting and despicable, and the Wolves should easily be in the number two or the number three seed right now, comfortably. And at the end of the season, when the Wolves 
are looking at the standings and they realize, oh, we're in the eighth seed and now we have to be in the play-in tournament. Or if they're in the sixth seed and they're looking up at the Mavericks or the Clippers who have, if the playoffs started today, who have home court advantage over them, they're like, hey, maybe if we didn't embarrassingly lose to the worst teams in the NBA, maybe we would have had home home court advantage for the first round of the playoffs, for the second round of the playoffs. But now we got to play a slightly better team just because we didn't want to beat a team that was actively tanking for Victor Wembanyanda. It's insane. But nonetheless... That is our T-Wolves discussion today. Thank you for giving me 12 minutes of your life. Please drink Coconut Red Bull. Coconut Red Bull is love. Coconut Red Bull is life. And please join us. Subscribe to the M Nation podcast. I'll talk to you soon.